Welcome back to another episode of Movie Moments and today we once again have a special guest and he's a incredible creator, he has some incredible content and well, it's Zimmy the Kids. Yay, welcome! I mean, no, welcome myself, I don't know what should I say. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming me. Yes, <laughs> I'm stoked to be here and uh, and yeah, stoked about the movie we're gonna talk about because it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, same as well. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. And it's an incredible movie. It's very fun and it revolves around travel. So that's also why I love and adore it. I don't know if it's that's, if that's yeah. the same with you. Yeah, same. And uh, it's one, actually, it's one of the first movies I watched. And I was like, I saw a message like further from what was actually being told in the movie, you know, like uh, it's actually really the first time I saw a movie and wow. I was like, ah, oh, they they want to share this message through through this movie. And I really loved it. Yeah. Yeah. We have ahead of us the privilege of publishing the very last issue of Life magazine. Jumping up and down the floor. And for the final issue, we just received negative 25 from Sean O'Connell for the cover. It's 25. It's not there. I know. Look what I found! What's that? Travel journal Dad gave me. The sun was an okay guy. Hey! They had a hey! How was your weekend? Awesome weekend. The ice, Jace. She moves like a woman. I'd like to climb your hair. Oh, wow. What is it you call it when he goes into one of his little places? Oh, zoned out. You do that now and then. What's the matter? I lost a picture of it. I like mysteries. You should go. Crack the case. You were Sean's partner. He finishes work. Alright, so let's begin with a little spoiler-free cap of the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, you can listen to the first couple of minutes and then we're going to jump into the spoilers. So it's kind of a comedic uh, Avenger movie by Ben Stiller and Ben Stiller himself stars as uh, Walter and Walter is a proofreader for the magazine Life and in this scenario of uh, the story Life is going online so a lot of people are getting fired and that's kind of where this whole story starts and also something very important to know about Walter himself he's kind of incapable of standing up for himself and so he kind of retreats in his own fantasy world where he is heroic and self-assured and masses his own fate. And I believe it kind of presented in a way the 9 to 5, if you know what I mean. And what were your first thoughts on the movie? Uh, what came to your mind? And what did you really like about the movie? Yeah, first thing like... Oh, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So what I really... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So what I really enjoyed and what first came to my mind is like, as you said, like escape the, the nine to five. And like, if you have, if you have dreams and goals in your life, just go for it. Even if it's, it might be scary at times, but you should go for it. And in the end, I think in life, 
you you're gonna re- most most regret regret the things you you not you didn't do rather than the things you did. So yeah, just go exactly. for it and uh, and yeah. Yeah, I think that also was a powerful message in this whole movie, and how they did it was enormously fun. So, did it have any effect on your own life? Um, I don't know if it really had like a, a re- maybe, but I didn't really. I mean, it's a like just going for it and and trying to to live life to the fullest without regretting things i mean without re- regretting things i didn't do and the ch- chances chances i didn't take is something i always lived by so right. so it just i don't know if it really had like a real effect on my on my life but it's it's really going the same way i've always like uh, seen life so seeing this just motivated me motivated me to to continue probably like push push even further and really like do do what i want to do you know oh yeah that's great that's great so the director as i mentioned before is ben stiller and ben stiller is known for tropic thunder night at the museum zoolander and he's a fantastic actor and director and he kind of brings the style of charlie chaplin in his movies from time to time so, for everyone who hasn't seen the movie, we're going to jump into spoilers right now. So, watch the movie, you won't regret it, and, well, come back to the podcast. So, as I said before, the storyline was about uh, Walter Mitty, of course, and him being a proofreader for the magazine Life. And his real story or his real journey begins when he has to bring the last asset of the last paper magazine and is lost. So he has to go and find it. And that's where his journey begins and that's where he goes to travel to find that last asset for that, well, magazine. Yeah. And I believe he begins with traveling to Greenland, uh, Greenland, if that's correct. Have you been to Greenland yourself? No, I've never been to Greenland, but it looks really good. And I always wanted to see like the, uh, through my work, I do a lot of stuff, but like I try to use my art and filmmaking and photos to, um, to have like a, a message like that is going further than just sharing mm. cool images. So I do a lot of stuff about, um, about um, uh, conservation. So I work with, uh, for example, lately I've worked a lot with, uh, with sharks yeah. and with, uh, with uh, also in, the, in, in Costa Rica. I'm doing right now a project about um, the importance of the tropical forests. So uh, I think that um, I, like I've always wanted to, to go to Greenland to share like what is happening there because I think up there is one of the places that is the most affected by, uh, by climate change. Yeah. Uh, especially the wildlife up there because they don't have enough space anymore because they they used to uh, to uh, to have the all the ice where they can they can hunt or like do different things depending on on which animal it is and now they don't have that much space because it's melting so it's turning into water so I think like going there is probably the best place to actually really see like the the, story, the effects yeah. of climate change yeah. because we we hear about climate change like all the time but we don't necessarily realize that it's happening right here, right now on the planet. And we just maybe think it's happening like 
I mean, it's, it's a bit hotter during the summer here yeah. in Europe, so it's cool. We can go to the lake and stuff like that. But in the end, there's some some other place where it's really happening. Same with the fires in Australia. I mean, it's really happening right now. So uh, going to Greenland has always been on my list, but I haven't had opportunities to go there yet, but I really want to. Yeah, I can understand. And with climate change, of course, yeah, if you see it, it really comes to your mind. And I think a lot of people with climate change just overlook of, of it. It's just a social post or they just look at it and they swipe away and maybe think for three seconds, but that's it. Yeah. And that's that's why I think it's so creative and incredible, just like you, to capture those uh and not moments but those stories and to convey them to everyone with a message that really brings something to a person that stays longer than just a couple of seconds yeah yeah, yeah that's true and and really like in in the end art is not, as i said it's not only about like sharing cool stuff you know so in yeah. the end i mean art is a uh, is it's cool to read like a scientific report but you're not really gonna remember it but yeah. if you see like powerful images sharing something that are that are like going the same way as the scientific report people are going to remember the images for sure yeah exactly the story behind it is so important behind exactly. art yeah and that's why i also yeah. adore well. art the story yeah so uh the storytelling of this movie uh the plot was definitely a voyage and return and of course, uh, a little bit of comedy in it. And yep. I have a couple of questions on this, but I think you answered most of them because uh, the question would be, did you find the movie entertaining? But it's your one of your favorites, so I think that's yeah, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> already answered. Uh, this this is a good one. Did you get lost in the fact that you were watching a movie? That you did you get really drawn into the movie? Yeah, yeah, of course, I was drawn into the movie. There's one thing that actually took me away from the movie and that I I was like, oh, I'm watching a movie. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing is that uh, when they actually, because they filmed in Iceland, yeah. like most of the different parts, like uh, when they say they are in Greenland and all of that, it was all filmed in That's Iceland. True. And then he's leaving and he's going to the Himalayas to find the, the photographer that is trying to capture the snow leopards. Yeah. And actually, when he's hiking in the movie, they tell you, like like with the story, it's as if he's hiking in, in the Himalayas. But in the end, they filmed this in Iceland. There are many places that are that I recognize because I went to Iceland a long time ago. And I was like, oh, that's a bit dumb. Like they they think we're going to think it's in, in the, in the, yeah, in the Himalayas, but yeah. it's, we can clearly see that was one uh, that was in Iceland because yeah. at one point he's hiking in front of, uh, of Skogafoss, like one of the most famous uh, waterfall in Iceland. And it's <laughs> as if it's in the Himalayas. So I was like, oh, that's a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's pretty fun, uh, funny as well. But I think yeah. with this movie also, it really brought Iceland in the picture for me and for some other travelers I know as well. Did it also, or did you already knew Iceland before this movie? Uh, no, I, I already knew about Iceland because uh, I think I went, I mean, I'm just, you, you know, when, what year did the movie uh 2010-13. And what? Sorry. Uh, 2013. 2000 what? 13. 
Um, yeah, so I, no, I, have, I hadn't been to Iceland. So I think I realized this uh, the second time I saw the movie. But I didn't go to Iceland because uh. of this movie. I go to Iceland. Uh, I mean, I went to Iceland because, I don't know, I saw probably some stuff on social medias. And I was like, dude, that looks sick. <laughs> You just needed to go there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That was before I was really into photography. Because when I went there, I only had a GoPro with me. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> so your journey, did your photography or filmmaking journey start with a GoPro? Yeah, because actually first I was, um, I was racing a lot of motocross. Like uh, maybe four or five years ago, I was doing a lot of motocross. So I was racing here in Switzerland and then I started doing a freestyle motocross FMX oh. on the ramps. And uh, so I bought a GoPro to film my races and to film uh, the jumps and all that yeah. stuff. And then I use so this is why I first bought a GoPro was for uh, riding motos. Oh. And then I I used this uh, this GoPro to uh, to film some of my travels. So I was just traveling for fun when going just to different places for fun, doing some cliff diving uh, in the summer oh. as well. And then from there, I, I was enjoying like creating uh, creating content, like little photos, videos. So I first started with Final Cut Pro editing and I uh, really enjoyed it and so I was like okay I need like a better camera so first I bought a Sony Alpha 6300 which was yeah. pretty cool at that time and not too expensive because I was just doing for it for fun I was never like okay I'm do gonna this, do yeah. this as my full-time job yeah so I, I bought this then I bought a Mavic Pro like the the first one and I started editing like uh, I was constantly posting all of my stuff on social medias on the, mainly Instagram, but Facebook and YouTube as well. And then people slowly started to contact me because they saw my stuff. So at first, the first real client I had was a tourism board here in Switzerland. So I, at first I was just doing small gigs like I wasn't even like really being paid. I was just, just going on some cool adventures. I had the, oh, yeah. the free hotel and all of that cool stuff. So I was I was enjoying it. And I didn't at that time I, I I didn't really know like how much uh, it cost. I mean to create videos and stuff like this. And at that time I was actually studying sports at the University of Lausanne in Switzerland. Oh. So I had quite a, a lot of time, you know, beside the studies to uh, to to create content. I mean, if you have a job like working from eight to six, uh, it's pretty hard to then like you to, come from you come back from work and you start editing and learning new stuff. I think it's yeah. pretty hard. So I was pretty lucky with that because I was studying and beside the exams, I mean, I mean, beside the exams, we still had quite a lot of free time. So uh, I spent most of my time yeah, just adventuring, shooting and learning. So I learned everything by myself. At first, just watching YouTube videos to learn how to use the the editing software, and then just by going out it. and shooting all the time and trying stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then I switched from Final Cut to Premiere Pro because I think Premiere Pro is a lot better. And uh, and then slowly I had more and more um, clients and jobs coming, and I started to get paid. And when I finished my master's degree in sports at university, I went full time to filmmaking. So the first first few months, I I, mean, I made some money, but like nothing crazy. Mm. I mean, I couldn't have like a, my own flat and stuff like this. So I was still living with my mother at that time. And then slowly I had more and more clients. I could ask for 
for bigger budgets and so on. And um, and now I've been doing this full time for about three wow. years, I think, and uh, like starting to work with bigger brands, like uh, biggest brands I've been working with are Mammoth and DJI. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so I I make money working with um, with uh, with brands or with uh, different companies and stuff like this. And then uh, and then I also work on my own projects, as I said, for conservation yeah, for sharks yeah. in uh, Costa Rica as well for the the forest and stuff like that. And all of these projects are totally f- uh, funded by myself. So I, I pay like I make money with one, and then I spend the money to create the videos, uh, yeah. projects that are maybe more more meaningful to me and to I think what is important. Yeah, that's an incredible story, and I. <laughs> I remember I've been following you for how long now? It's been like uh, three to two years. And every time some yeah. new content comes out, I'm just, it's it's just incredible. And it immediately inspires me. So, yeah. It, yeah, happy to hear that. The sto- And it's not only the uh, the images, but the stories behind them that really, you know, have an impact. And that's what I really like about your content. Yeah, I think the as we we talked earlier, I think the, the story is super yeah. important. At first, I was only like, uh, I don't know, I was only like create creating cool videos, but I was still, I mean, I was kind of still learning uh, how to like you know how to use the the, the software, how to, how to yeah. shoot and stuff like this. And then when you go further than that, you realize that in the end, I mean. It's, images are cool but if they are not together with a real story or or something like meaningful to share they don't really have much of an impact so this is why i always try to not always because it's not possible to always do that but i try as much as possible to uh, to add stories and meaningful uh, meaningful stuff to my videos mm. yeah. yeah that's incredible i i actually have a question did, in the, in your whole journey did you ever have an idol or someone you looked up to to uh in photography or filmmaking or even somewhere else yeah yeah so uh i think um like to me like the first one that really started this whole vibe of creating like super dynamic videos and stuff like this is absolutely not Sam Calder. Everyone's talking about Sam Calder, but to me, it's absolutely not him because there's a dude you probably know it that started that did a video on um, on YouTube like super long time ago, without like before all the all the gimbals mm-hmm. and all the stuff like this. He's called uh, Leonardo D'Alessandri, and he did the Watchtower of Turkey. Like uh, I'm just checking right now on YouTube. It was posted six years oh, ago. Wow. And this one is to me the first video that started this vibe. This guy, yeah, Leonardo D'Alessandri, he's the he's the one that inspired me first to uh, to create that kind of stuff because he was doing like some insane stuff before before everyone else, and and then he started working with uh oh, sorry, there's a, and then he started working with uh with Apple doing some cool um some cool uh some cool um, videos for Apple. Oh, wow. I'm a big fan of Apple. Even yeah, music, same. But, you know, but, <laughs> yeah, so this is the, the first guy. And then another dude that really inspired me is, uh, his name is Rory Kramer. He's a, a filmmaker as well. He did uh, a lot of uh, music videos for, uh, 
for uh, the chain smokers. Oh wow! And uh, and I don't know what I really liked about him wasn't especially like the videos or like yeah I mean not the I mean the not necessarily the filmmaking skills but more the like the, the character oh. the dude he's he's a he's a film no no not even that like the character like himself oh, how wow. he is and stuff like that because he's like a, a real character he's super funny he's doing some I don't know he's like a super funny dude to watch and uh, and in the end it shows that I think when you talk about when we talk about singers or uh, or people like that there's they are more than just you know making songs you know they are like some real characters but when you talk about filmmakers sometimes we tend to forget i mean we always when you see a movie we always talk about the actors you know like oh this with this actor and stuff like this but we never know the guy that is actually the brain behind the, behind movie. the movie you know and i think yeah and i think that's in the end, it's even more important than the than the actor exactly. itself because the, the filmmaker is the whole the whole brain behind the movie, and we tend to forget uh, to talk about them as as you know as real characters and as as, as real, real persons. Humans, you know, I mean, yeah, as a, yeah exactly. But I think that's and the same with. I really liked about Rory Kramer. Yeah, but I think that's the same with actors because we we talk at them as they're like. Yeah, not specifically gods, but like very far away. But they're they're also just humans, and I really like also actors and directors who convey that feeling in their movies or in their content. For except, uh, for example, um, Dwayne Johnson. I think you, of course, know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think his character also with his social media and stuff it really brings the personal side of him and then it creates a better yeah. bond i think with your fans or with your audience as well yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah for sure so do you do you have a favorite film director now i'm curious <laughs> yeah but the thing like i mean exactly that's the thing is that i don't really know much about oh. film directors oh. you know because just like everyone else i know about the i know about the I know about the the actors, you know, yeah. but in the end, I'm not. I mean, I, I like watching movies, like just to be advertised. But in the end, I feel like to me, movies are just, you know, not mo, not not all movies. Like some movies, like of course, many movies share some important messages, but in the end, many movies are just uh, advertisement. Yeah. You know, yeah, so you go know what you mean. spend like two hours watching this just to think about something else to be entertained have a, have a good time yeah. you know yeah exactly so what i what i am most in, interested about is in movies it's more i would say uh, documentaries so because uh, i think that documentaries you know they really share images of what's happening in the world and stuff like this and this is what i really i really enjoy watching because uh yeah and then in terms if i have like a, you you ask for a director that i really like i think uh i don't know like i'm more of a social media guy mm -hmm. like i i i i'm from the social media generation and uh i don't know like on social media if i really have a dude that i'm like oh, <laughs> he's what he does is insane but like there are some insane dudes doing some sick stuff but i don't really have one specific person that i'm uh, yeah. yeah it's more like i uh, like what this guy does like a part of what he does and this one uh, like a part of what he does and so on and uh, yeah some little parts here and there that i 
that I took to inspire myself and to create myself as a filmmaker rather than just like, you just know, like picking one to person, copy someone or yeah. something. Cause yeah. I, yeah. Cause I don't really like, I don't believe in copying. It's never going to take anyone, anyone anywhere, you know, cause you, they all, we've already seen stuff like this. You don't want to see things twice. Yeah. yeah that, that's also uh, familiar with me. Just uh, some parts of, certain people that are incredible or crazy and that you that inspires you but never really the full picture if you know what i mean because you have to get some space in there yeah. for yourself to create your own or originality of course uh, last question on the storytelling uh yep. were there some moments except for iceland of course because we talked already about that that were similar to the movie and your travels that you really thought like uh, when you were there that you thought of the movie or otherwise when you saw the movie that you thought of the place <laughs> yeah yeah of course i have one like when i was in the faroe islands like faroe Il yes, islands look a lot like uh, like iceland yeah. and i love skating so we i skated down uh, some insane roads there in the faroe islands and i <laughs> really like always this my favorite scene in the movie is when he's going yeah. down like he takes yeah. the skateboard and he goes down this road and and I so I so funny. I'm always talking about this scene with friends until <laughs> now. And when I was in the, in the Far Islands, I went down a pretty gnarly road. Like I did a lot of roads there, skating down roads. But there is one that was like Incredible. pretty sick. And then at some point, I started going too fast, and I was like, if I take one foot out of the board, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna die. You know? I mean, I'm gonna fall <laughs> for sure. And then I see like further, there was like a, a curve going left, but then on the left, there was a mountain. So I couldn't really see where the road was going. So I was like, okay, I will, I stay on the board. I keep going until this, 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 this curve going left. And if I'm lucky, like after the curve, then the road is going up yeah. so I can just let it go. And then I'm going to slow down a bit, yeah. you know, because uh, I was going too fast to actually try to break I mean to put my my foot to on the ground and stuff, yeah, break. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna stay on the board until this curve. But if after the curve is going down rather than up, I'm <laughs> fucked for sure. And uh, so I arrived at the curve. I turned and it was actually going down. So I had to jump off the I had to jump off the skateboard and oh. I fall like like it's probably my worst uh, oh, my worst fall I had in uh, skateboarding so so uh, yeah I fell off the board like I was going like pretty fast but in the end I didn't have anything like just a few scratches oh, wow. but nothing bad but yeah this is That's a, pretty lucky yeah a good <laughs> reminder of the movie yeah. yeah. <laughs> The ad adrenaline must be kicking up uh, by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, man. Yeah, the adrenaline was pretty high that day, for sure. <laughs> it is pretty insane. Yeah, I, I remember the, the yeah. scene with him uh, skating as well. And that's one of the most memorable, uh, yeah, the, the best scenes of this movie, I believe. And yeah. yeah, absolutely love it yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, I love this scene as well. With the yeah. song, also the song, like all the songs in the movie are sick. Incredible. I have like all of them in my playlist. They are super dope song for I don't know, when you road tripping yeah. or just just adventuring. Like anytime, they're always super cool to listen. Exactly, I, I love the soundtrack as well. It's incredible. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
well, the character arcs are, well, first of all, of course, Walter Mitty. He's uh, unconfident as first and he's a daydreamer. Then we have Cheryl Melhoff yeah. and that's the crush of Walter Mitty. Yeah. And Sean yeah. O'Neill and he's the adventure photographer for uh, the magazine Live. And what yeah. did you think of the characters and who was your favorite? Uh, I think the character, my favorite character, is the is the photographer, the Sean O'Neill. Oh, Sean O'Connell, famous, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is my this is my favorite one because it's the one that I feel like uh, the most related to, yeah. you know, because he's like doing the same kind of stuff as I'm enjoying doing. So uh, yeah, this guy, and I really like also the moment he's like. He's waiting for the for the snow leopard for like to do this his dream shot. He's been waiting yeah. for it for years and like traveling to the most remote places and then hiking for hours and and waiting in the cold in the mm. snow and then the snow leopards come and he doesn't even snap the photo. So I really like the message yeah. of this, like him not snapping the photo. This is his moment. Never something I would do to be honest. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have the balls to not capture <laughs> the moment. I would capture it for sure. When are you gonna take it? Sometimes I don't. If I like a moment, I mean me, personally, I don't like to have the distraction of the camera. I just want to stay in it. Stay in it? Yeah, right there. Right here. I really like, I mean, the, what it tells about, like, just, you know, that's when we first started talking here, I said, like, it's the first time in a movie I really saw, like, a meaning going further than what was actually said. And to me, when he says, I don't capture the shot because I'm just enjoying yeah. the moment, it's just it, you know, it just... You just enjoy yeah, life, you know? it in. and uh, this is something, yeah. And this is something in the end that many people at first, not now anymore, but at, when I first started photography and videography, many people uh, told me like, "But dude, like you don't enjoy the moment because you're always taking photos and you're always behind yeah. the camera." But in the end, what people don't understand is that actually, like being behind my camera made me enjoy my life like never before because. It took me to places and doing things I would have never done before. Like exactly. I, when I'm going out in the mountains, for example, I always wake up like super early. Like I don't know, <laughs> depending on the on the on the time of year. But if it's in the summer, the the sun is going up super early at like five five thirty. Yeah. So I always wake up at like four thirty in the mountains to to enjoy sunrise, and th these are always amazing moments. And these are moments that I, I mean, these are things I wouldn't do if I didn't have my camera. If I didn't mm. have my camera, I would sleep until eight, night, and then nine, and then wake up, and that's it, you know. So in the end, yes, I'm snapping photos, but it's, it's, it's pushing me to do things I would have never done before. Yeah, and isn't that life? Just watching sunrise and even waking up early and going to those remote places. I love yeah. that to really push yourself even as well to go to these places and. Yeah, follow your heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
yeah that's exactly it like i wouldn't probably even go to these places or at least not not as often if i if i if i wasn't there to to capture photos mm -hmm. you know yeah that's incredible and also uh, to come back at the moment with uh Jean O'Connell, the photographer, when he doesn't uh, click or doesn't take the photo, that was also a, a very mm -hmm. inspiring uh, moment. Because for me, when I uh, take photos or uh, yeah, do photography or filmmaking, sometimes I do get yeah. distracted by the camera. Then you have a beautiful moment and you want to take it on your camera. But because you take it on your camera yeah. and you're with some people, you forget sometimes everything around you and your focus on that camera on that shot and i thought it was very beautiful yeah. that he just said no i'm going to enjoy this myself and it was beautiful yeah yeah exactly but as i said i wouldn't have the balls to do that <laughs> I mean, I really, really, because then afterwards i would be like yeah that was that was a dope moment but fuck but, i don't uh, have the shot now yeah that's true that's true <laughs> Yeah. It would haunt you. Yeah, yeah, that's just it. Yeah, for sure, man. Especially something like that, you know, like a snow leopard, man. Bro, that that's insane. <laughs> so, the actors. Uh, well, the actors. Uh, Walter Mitty is played by Ben Stiller and he's known for Zoolander. Uh, Jean O'Connell, the photographer, is played by Sean Penn and he's known for Mystic River and I Am Sam. Both incredible actors. Yeah. And then we have Cheryl Melhoff. And that's played by Kristen Wiig. And she's known for plenty of movies. And now a new movie. Or has already come out. And that's Wonder Woman. Uh, 1984 if I'm saying that correctly. And Downsizing. And a lot of other movies. She's an incredible actress as well. But in this movie as yeah. well. Great performance. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... To be honest, I'm not a very good guy at uh, at I don't know at like um, kind of not really judging, but you know, saying like, ah, oh, this rating, this was a rating, great, uh, yeah, this was a great job as an actress. I'm more the guy like uh, that is more when I'm watching movies, I'm more like, oh shit, the lighting in this scene is insane. You know, more yeah. really like the director, not the guy that is the cinematography. Yeah, like I'm always looking at the the lighting, like how they get that shot or like the, the movements of the shot. And like, yeah, this movement is insane and stuff like that. But I'm not really good at saying this actor, uh, if, if an actor is really, really bad, I can say it for sure. And uh, <laughs> But I cannot really say, uh, oh, yeah, this actor is better than this one. Or I mean, to me, they all look good, you know. <laughs> yeah, same. I don't think any actor is especially better than another everyone yeah. has its own personal and yeah personal take to it yeah so that's uh, uh, absolutely agree with that yeah so you were talking about cinematography let's head over to cinematography the cinematographer yeah. himself was Stuart dryberg okay and i thought it was a very creative style with the camera movements and it really drags you into his dream and from the jump when he jumps on that helicopter uh, from his jump to reality and to his dreams that he really does what he would have dreamed about yeah i like the camera movement in that as well yeah i don't remember i don't, I don't remember really the, to be honest like the exact camera movements and stuff like this but uh but yeah the movies 
I think to me what I didn't really remember of the movie in terms of uh, of lighting and like the scenes are like super beautiful and and all that but uh, it's more like to me it was really the story like how they told the story yeah. and like the, the storytelling of the movie is a uh, it's really about the storytelling for me from the director yeah. that did a, an insane job yeah i agree i think the cinematography uh was an add-up to the story more more than the cinematography was the head of the movie yeah yeah true so the soundtrack this is a fun one the yeah. soundtrack is done by mark graham and incredible songs incredible yeah. songs the whole soundtrack itself is already incredible and they also have some add-up songs uh, uh, done by Joe uh, Zales. Yep. for example step out stay yeah. alive yeah exactly and uh, monsters and men uh, dirty paws mm. yeah all these songs are amazing Just, yeah and one really I one specific or two specific songs I really adored, and that's uh, "Escape," uh, the Pina Colada song. Oh, yeah, yeah, this one I yeah, so I actually, cool. yeah, I actually prefer the original one, uh, the Pina Colada song, and yeah. I absolutely adore it. Also, the lyrics of the song is is a very yeah. uh, mixed up song, but I, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, same. Really enjoyed this uh, this song. Yeah. It's super funny. I think yeah. my favorite one. Oh, sorry. I think my favorite one is probably like um, the ones you mentioned, like "Step Out" and uh, and uh, "Stay Alive." I think it's uh, Jose. Stay Gon alive. Jose something. No, the the singer or uh, yeah, Gonzalez. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jose Gonzalez. Yeah, I really like this song. It's really dope. Yeah. And the other song, I think mm. you also know this Space Oddity this by David Bowie. That was incredible. Ah, yeah, yeah, this one as well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Really, really enjoyed it. But I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. But yeah, really dope song as well. And I love how it built up in that movie when he jumps on that helicopter. And that yeah. girl sings that song for him in his imagination. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's super. That's it. And then he also cool kind part. of goes, yeah. And then he also kind of goes shark diving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's not really wanted, but yeah, of course. But then again, that's the. <laughs> to me, that's the thing I don't like is that in movies we always see sharks as uh, being the monsters, you know. Yeah, as a. Yeah. It first started with Jaws, and now I mean it's still going in many movies, it's you know. Everywhere. But it's not the truth, you know. So I don't really like it. Yo, how, how was your shark diving and how did you think about the animals and the truth about the animals? Yeah, so since my younger age, I, I don't know why, but I've always been passionate about sharks. And uh, so I, when I started filmmaking, I always wanted to do something about sharks and especially like sharks are dying at like an insane rate because they are being yeah. killed like everywhere. 
And uh, so I really want to do something to help uh, protect sharks. So uh, we went to uh, French Polynesia, to Tahiti, like uh, it was like uh, maybe um, two years ago, I think. Yeah, two and a half years ago, the first time we went to Tahiti. And uh, and there we 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 went diving with uh, with all different kinds of sharks. Like so, before going, I I was already into sharks. I've already did, dived with sharks, but not like the the biggest ones. And uh, so I was already in touch with some dudes on Instagram. So I texted uh, one guy and I asked him. Um, uh, he he's a sh famous shark diver and a shark filmmaker in. Uh, in um, in, in yeah. no no in uh, in uh, oh. in Florida, and uh, oh. so I asked him. Yeah, I'm going to French Polynesia. Do you know someone uh, there that is doing shark diving and that is very good at it? So then he gave me the name of a guy called uh, Pierrick on uh, on Instagram. His name is Pierrick underscore Moana. Moana means ocean in Tahitian. So I texted him. I explained him of the project and. Um, but I never, uh, I didn't know him, you know. So we just went diving uh, like one time with the tiger sharks. So we had, uh, it was my first time with the tiger sharks. And we had, uh, I think we saw like two or three tiger sharks, but not at the same time. You know, like one coming, checking us, staying around yeah. and leaving, then another one. So we only have one at once uh, at the same time. And, um, and, um, and that was my first time, you know, like really diving with big sharks like this. So um, you you always have like two, they, what they call safeties in the water. It's people that really know about sharks and that are here to, in case like, as, yes, sharks are dangerous. Of course they are, but they are not monsters, you know. So if you don't know what you do in the water, you can have a problem with sharks. They can they can bite, bite you. And if they bite, you're not losing like a little piece. You're losing like an entire arm and you can die then because you lose yeah. blood. But but they are not here like to, it's not as if you like you jump in the water and they're coming straight at you, you know. So at first I was in the water. We had two safeties doing the safety for us because it was my first time really uh, going with such big sharks and I didn't know much about it. And then uh, that's it, didn't get, like, wasn't really doing anything crazy. And then this guy, Pierrick, he texted me again, like, a uh, few months later. And he was like, yeah, bro, we're going to Mexico because his, his girlfriend is a, is a biologist, marine biologist, working with sharks as well. And he's, him, uh, Pierrick, he's not a biologist, but oh. he... He grew up in Tahiti, like in the in the Tuamotu. It's some very small islands in the middle of the Southern Pacific Ocean, and he's oh, been wow. like he spent his whole life in the water. So he was a spare fisherman at first, doing spare fishing, and um, so he's always been like with sharks. But when he he met this girl uh, on Instagram, it's at Coco Cuvier. Cuvier is the scientific name for tiger sharks. So when he met her, he really got into into sharks. Oh, wow. And uh, so he texted me and he's like, yeah, I'm going to uh, to Mexico, to uh, Los Cabos. It's uh, in Baja California. And uh, he said, uh, yeah, we're going there. I'm going with Coco and with some other uh, biologists and stuff like this. Do you want to join? And uh, so I joined. And this is the first time I think I would say I really got into sharks because we were diving with Mako sharks. So Mako sharks are much smaller than tiger sharks. They are maybe two and a half meters, something like that. But they are the fastest sharks and they are like real predators. Like they are wow. hunters, like the tiger sharks. They don't hunt. They only eat uh, dead animals. Yeah. 
but the mako sharks they are real hunters and if you if you if you google mako shark you're gonna see they are scary they look like they people say it's like the great white on cocaine because the great white is big and it's a bit cool yeah. you know but this one is smaller looking like a great white but even more badass and they're like always like always swimming around and everything so i went with him uh, it was in march last year to uh, to mexico we went diving but it was at the start of covid so we were supposed to spend two weeks diving every day with makos but in the end we only did uh, two days because then we had all, all like i'm from switzerland and uh, the swiss government say okay go covid is going crazy everyone has to yeah. go home so i just shit myself and i was like i don't want to be stuck in mexico so i went home but in the end i could have stayed and same for us like all the tahitian crew they had to go back to tahiti and uh, and then last summer so uh, like uh, uh, six months ago, I went back to Tahiti for the for the um, the humpback whale season, and I stayed there for two months. And I would say this is when I really got into sharks and started really learning a lot of stuff because I spent two months with uh, Pierrick and his crew, and uh, I was diving every day. And uh, we went, so we went, we did a lot of diving with whales. But when you are with whales, you are in the pelagic zone. And in the pelagic zone, you can have a, a ocean, a oceanic white tip sharks, which are like probably the most aggressive in uh, in French Polynesia. And uh, and we did also a lot of diving with uh, with tiger sharks. So we went to some remote islands away from Tahiti in the middle of the ocean where there are loads of tiger sharks. And there I was only Pierrick and myself in the water. And at some point we had the seven tiger sharks around us oh. at, at the same time in the water. So and tiger sharks are pretty, pretty yeah. big. They, they are like from three to to four and a half yeah, meters. So you really have to know to know what you're doing. So he really taught me everything about how to be in the water, how to read the shark's behavior. It's very important because depending on what the shark is going to do, I mean, depending on what the shark is actually doing in the water, it shows you if he's okay with you being here or not. Because sharks, they, they don't really know what we are. You know, mm. they're not used to seeing humans. So when they see humans, they don't really know what it is. And if if depending on his mood and like the place we are the territory maybe he can be not happy about us being here and also they can be like oh maybe it can be a source of food yeah. you know so i'm yeah. gonna check like go closer to them try them see how they react if they if they react as a prey then maybe it's a prey i should try to, to bite yeah. you know and they don't have arms and hands like us so the only thing they have to test things for them is their mouth, their yeah. mouth. So as I said, if they bite bite you, you lose like something big, yeah. you know. So um, that's the thing. You have to know. Like of course, sharks can be dangerous. So you, when you're in the water, you either have to be with someone that knows how to be in the water with sharks, or has, or you have to know like how to to interact with sharks and how to Behave, read their yeah. behaviors in order to to stay safe and to leave if it's better to leave or if it's coming to you you know how you have to react and stuff like this but it's not like in the movie like when you so coming back to the movie like like jaws or in walter Mitty as well when he's going in the water and the, the shark is the coming attack, trying yeah. to eat you it's never it's never happening like this like every time we jump in the water 
So first, you, yeah, you don't jump because it can excite them and they can be like, oh, what, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So you go slowly in the water and when you're in the water, they hear and they see you, you see them and they're like, oh, you know, they're a bit scared as well. They're like, what is this? Maybe it can be dangerous for me as well, you know? So yeah. just checking each other and then, it, of course, there are accidents sometimes, but it's mostly human, human mistakes, I would say. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not like the movies, you're not going to jump in the water and the shark is going to come and eat you straight away, you know. And also, something that people don't know, like, they are attracted by blood, yes, but only uh, blood from fish. Oh, wow. Blood from humans, they don't give a shit about oh, human wow. blood. They don't give a shit, but... So yeah, it's another thing that is pretty fake mm. in movies. <laughs> I have no idea about the blood. But yeah. I believe there's a misperception with uh, with sharks, of course, but with a lot of animals, because with lions, yeah. of course, and with all those predators, mm. it's also not that they're immediately going to eat you. You have to watch their behavior as well. And yeah. then you can really, yeah, you know, perhaps swim with them, for example, with sharks and with lions, I believe it's the same. I don't know for sure, but then you could... Uh, yeah, see lions, for example, closer. And yeah, and I think uh, also sharks. Like yeah, you. I don't know much about lions, but I think like if a lion is trying to get a piece of you, I don't really see how you can get away. Yeah, that's you know? true. I mean, that's true. It's pretty. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. But a lion, a shark. Actually, when he's trying to get a piece of you, you can you have you have tools to try and uh, try and show him that not you're 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 not gonna be eat. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm gonna talking about this. I'm gonna release like just finished the video yesterday. Still have to do some stuff on it, but almost done. A video with uh, with Pierrick, my yeah. friend. We did a full like it's um, like six minutes video about him, his life. And you're gonna see loads of shark oh, action wow. and how he he interacts with sharks and st with big tiger sharks and stuff like this. So it can be pretty interesting to actually see images of what I'm talking about yeah. right now. Yeah, that's insane. I will watch it to yep. <laughs> for sure. Can't <laughs> yes. wait. It's gonna be in French, but it's gonna uh, be because he he speaks French and English as well. Because I mean, in Tahiti we speak mm -hmm. French. But uh, he's he, he was more comfortable telling his story in French, so it's gonna be in French. But I'm gonna add uh, English subti subtitles, obviously. All right. So then we're at the end message of the movie. Well, live in the moment, obviously, because he was daydreaming all the time and. It's and also with the photographer when he you know gets the camera away and just breathes it in himself and takes the moment in himself. It's really about to live in that moment, to enjoy it, to be there. And I yeah. think this is yeah, that's the whole thing about the entire yeah. movie. Yeah, it's always to me that's what I felt through the the whole movie, like from the start, like when he he leaves his uh, his job and all his fucked up uh, colleagues and all that and uh, starts traveling and then the, also the thing with the photographer and not taking the photo like to me the whole movie is about like 
live 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 i mean yeah live the, yeah. the moment you live know live your moment. life don't 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 waste your 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 life like doing shit you don't want to do you know yeah. and follow your dreams also i think this yeah, is exactly. very important and yeah. i love that they started the movie with the nine to five and i i love that i they also mentioned with people saying uh oh you wanted to go there yes i will go there when yeah. dot 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 to delay it if you know what i mean yeah and i think this is also very important yeah. and very great lesson to if you have dreams start now don't delay it to something yeah there's no needs of course and i believe i don't know if you think the yeah, same yeah, about yeah. it but the same with uh corona a little bit with travel a lot of people don't want to travel yeah. uh, because of corona which is understandable but for example, there are countries uh, safe and open to travel, if you know what I mean. Not all, of course. Yeah, of but course. Yeah. There are possibilities. Yeah, yeah, there are some there are yeah. possibilities, and I think you should look for those possibilities instead of shutting yourself out. Yeah, and also like uh, like also something that people need to see is that you don't have to travel to the other side yeah. of the world to go on some fucking dope sure. adventures. There are amazing places to explore like absolutely everywhere yeah. you know and you can go just around you i'm pretty sure like anywhere you live you can go around and find some some cool stuff to do sure. you know that's also a great thing uh to appreciate the little things and of course to find an avenger everywhere and that's also a little yeah. bit we live in the moment not to daydream about some place far away but at the place where you are currently that's also yeah exactly yeah yeah that's it and take yeah. action i love this one as well that's from walter mitty uh, you know asking that girl out and standing up from uh, for herself and re and jumping of course on that helicopter and going skating all those things he takes the action he doesn't doubt about it he just goes and do does it and i love that mm-hmm yeah 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 true same Slay. yeah just go yeah. for it no just don't give a shit about uh, if there's things you don't like just don't waste time with it just go for yeah. what you want and, and take it. the action exactly i absolutely love that uh with awards yeah. not a big part because it didn't win any big awards and then well we're Almost at the end of the episode, with almost the last thing being the season film tips. And those are a little bit similar to this movie. And that's being Journey to the Center of the Earth. And that's about, that's a total Avenger movie. But uh, in all honesty, it doesn't really have uh, a clear message. Not like this movie, but this movie is just an exception. It's incredible. But it's also a fun movie to watch in yeah. adventure if you want to. Then we have Just Go yeah. With It. And that's a comedy. So if you like this kind of vibe with comedy, you should definitely watch that movie. It takes place in Hawaii, which is very fun. And the last uh, yeah. movie that I'm going to recommend to everyone is going to be Raya and the Last Dragon. Again, I've uh, mentioned this one in the last episode, but... I'm going to do it again because it's an incredible movie and this movie also has an incredible message. So you really have to look out for that message. And yeah, it's incredible. It's a Disney movie, yeah. by the way. 
Cool. Sounds good. I've never seen it. I haven't seen any of these, so I will oh. try and watch these. <laughs> <laughs> and so, the rating. What are you going to give this movie? What would you give this movie? From uh, it's on what scale from one to ten? From zero to, to what? 10. I would give it. Uh, I will give it nine because uh, ten. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ten is uh, is yeah. ten, you know. But yeah, it's definitely like I mean, Walter Mitty is one one of my favorite movies mm. for sure. But to me, ten would be more. It's not really a movie, but stuff like uh, Our Planet, ah, you know, some yeah. documentaries. Yeah. Because then I think it's it's so much harder to get the shots because you you don't have an actor and you tell him do that, do this. You know, it's just wildlife, yeah. and you do what you can. And in the end, they come up with insane footage. You know, so I go, I would give ten to such movies. Uh, so yeah, Water Midi is yeah, as I said, one of my favorite movies. So I would give it nine. Yeah. And our planet to just talk a little about that real quick is an insane. It's a series, I believe, uh, with David Attenberg, and yep. it's insane. Yep. And the music done by Hans Zimmer, that's just incredible. Yep. But that's that's for another episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will give the movie a, I think a nine point two. It's an incredible movie and. <laughs> I absolutely agree with your nine, but I'm just going to give it a little bit more because it's one of my personal favorites as well. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that's why I, I absolutely loved it. Nice. So I really want to thank you for being on this episode and it's been a joy. It's been very fun. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been cool uh, talking about all of this uh, this stuff, and uh, and good luck on your your upcoming uh, upcoming episodes with uh, with the podcast. Podcast is pretty 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 cool initiative. Thank so. you, thank nice. you. Nice. Definitely go watch uh, Zimmy. Uh, I will link everything in the description and on Instagram. I would put it everywhere. So definitely go check him out because his content is insane, and he he's got a lot of more things coming up so definitely support him <laughs> so you. that will be the end of the episode <laughs> and uh well i you will hear me in the next episode that's it bye bye <laughs>